Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey there, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, your away team is going back to the Good Ship Enterprise for TNG Season 6. I just realized that my notes now call it TNG Season 5. I don't know where the hell I am. <laughs> You're rubbing off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good season. Uh, I think after we see Season 7, we'll realize that T- TNG Season 6 was maybe like them operating at peak efficiency, mm. pound for pound. There were very few episodes not included on the curated list. I'll go through the curated list right away. We've got episode one times Arrow part two, mm-hmm. uh, episode four, Relics, episode five, Schisms, episode seven, Rascals, episode nine, Quality of Life. Did I go back and add A Fistful of Datas? You did. I think I so. Did. Yes. Episode eight, A Fistful of Datas, episode nine, Quality of Life, episode 10, Chain of Command, part one, episode 11, Chain of Command, part two, Episode 12, Ship in a Bottle. Episode 14, Face of the Enemy. Episode 15, Tapestry. Episode 16, Birthright Part 1. Episode 17, Birthright Part 2. Episode 18, Starship Mind. Episode 19, Lessons. Episode 21, Frame of Mind. Episode 22, Suspicions. Episode 23, Rightful Heir. Episode 24, Second Chances. And episode 26, Descent Part 1. What do we think about the season? Lay your thoughts upon me. I watched every episode, and it was delightful. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. I had intentions of watching every episode, but then our other show needed watching as well, so I didn't make it, but it was 100% in the plan, because after I got through the curated list, I was like, this was my jam. I love the shit out of this season. Excellent. So I was telling telling Aries, like, when we first started the show, when we first, like, the original series, I was like... Max says it's gonna get good. <laughs> yeah, we gotta trust Max. <laughs> there was like and that. We got through the movies, and I was like, Max said the movies were better, and they are. But like, <laughs> is this as good as it gets? So I've just been kind of waiting. We had but a whole, I, yeah, a whole conversation about, about it. It's like, are they better? Because like they are better, but it's just like a Stockholm syndrome thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because like they were so bad to start with that now you're like willing to accept anything. Yeah. <laughs> but. But we got to this season, and I just, I love the shit out of this season. I mm-hmm. very happily watched the episodes, which I can't say was the truth for, like, the original series. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, it's like those people who complain about new Trek not being enough, like, the original series. And I'm like, have you guys watched the original mm-hmm. series? Because it's not that good. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. I'll, I'll take anything better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real rough. <laughs> like, it has nostalgia. Groundbreaking for its time. I get it. Right. But it's not that great. It's like what you like about it has nothing to do with the show itself, but the the place you were in childhood when you first saw it where you everything was new and you had no responsibilities. Yeah. That's what you're missing. The show had nothing to do with that. I come here to get cold out. <laughs> well, that would be me with Next Generation. Yeah. Like it would, yeah. Yeah. This, this would be I, I feel the same way. This I mean, season's actually very good. Yeah, <laughs> Five I, was also pretty good. I came into Star Trek <laughs> when TNG was on, so it, it's TOS was already a nostalgia space. Mm-hmm. 
there. In fact, this is the year that I became a Star Trek fan. I know the week I became a Star Trek fan. <laughs> nice. It was the week that Starship Mine aired because I looked back on it and then I looked at it. That was the year that the Academy Awards also aired. And I remember that because the Sunday night movie right before the Academy Awards on Monday was Star Trek for the Voyage Home on ABC. And I recorded that <laughs> shit and I watched that movie and I was like, I want more. And by like within a year, I was who I am now. Beard and all. <laughs> So, so that was your two, three. Was your, was your yeah. Yeah. I love how that was a whole beautiful mind moment. Like Max standing in front of like a clear board, just like writing equations. Star Trek equals happiness. Oh yeah. And then the movie came out, and this circle it seven times. What are our favorite episodes? Let's let's go through. We went through the 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 list. Uh, there are some I added in there only on Laura's recommendation. And I'm really curious to see what other people liked of those yeah. particular episodes. But we'll see. I'm not gonna yeah. cloud anyone by saying specifically which one that was. Okay, I I'll a... sh- go ahead. No, no, please. Okay, I had a few favorites. Yes. Um, I really I gave Rascals four stars. Yes. I gave Quality <laughs> of Life four stars. Uh, which one's Quality of Life? Peanut Hamper. Oh yeah. Um. And then A Fistful of Datas, I only gave a three, but it was like, I didn't really rate all of them. Mm-hmm. It was just like a few of them. And then I rated Tapestry four with a, a question mark for five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tapestry might be my favorite episode of the whole it, show. It made me enjoy Picard. Like, Which, my, one of my yeah. notes is, this was a good episode. I like Picard more and more as TNG goes on. Yeah. And that was the episode that, that made that happen for me. Yeah. We're going to talk about tapestry <laughs> a lot, by the way. Welcome to the afterlife. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, and it turned you around on cue, I bet. A little a bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> you didn't like any of those? No, I mean, no, I did like them, but I just don't know if I would, like, rank them as, like, my favorites. Like, I liked every episode, so, like, every, like, compared to other TV shows, these are all, yes. like, I like this way better, because I like the whole season. But honestly, I think out of all of it, the one that I keep going back to, the one that was the most impactful to me, but not in a good way, was Frame of Mind. Yes! That one, that one fucking hurt me. That, that, I was, I, that was the one where uh, Riker goes insane. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that one was very disturbing. Like that, I, had I to told take, you to include it. <laughs> I took a break and I was like, had I literally had to go through like coping mechanisms because that one kind of hurt me. He does not like that episode. I love I it. Like, I like it fine. But when we're talking about curated list, it was the one that could go for me. Okay. But I, on cool. Laura's recommendation, it went in. I'm glad that it went in because it was, it like I enjoyed watching it. Uh-huh. Um I, I forgot was... to I forgot to rate Birthright though, but Birthright the one where Data dreams. Yeah, that oh, was so good. <laughs> she didn't like that one. No, 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 no. Birthright part one I'm fine with. Birthright part two I don't like. Right, because uh, work yeah. gets weird. Yeah, that's um, yeah. that one's. A little yeah, I, I weirdly like. It's not that I've never stopped liking Worf in this season, but I liked him less in certain areas. And I was like, all right, Data's, Data has like yeah. edged up. He's got <laughs> nose ahead of Worf. Okay, all right. It's like a horse race now. Like. <laughs> Um, but oh, favorite episode of Suspicions, honestly. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. I, I there was something about I think I think it's just because I really like Dr. Crusher. <laughs> that, that that's the one with the, the sun and the yes, yeah. 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 Oh and yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She I spends like, a half yeah. the time in that cute little like outfit or whatever. She's just like, I've been fired, I get to wear what I want. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the Gaiden tricks her and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, it's a Gaiden crush episode. We really get those. <laughs> and that's uh, Gaiden's final episode. No, it's not. No. You shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the last time we'll see Gaiden. It's just a series wrap on TNG for Gaiden. She's quite prominent in the first movie. Yes. She, oh, okay. She, she is, yeah. No, we'll, we'll, she'll be around. She okay. just... She just doesn't. She was making sister act, I think, including oh. <laughs> the schedule for TNG season. Fun. Seven. I'm okay for chasing paper. The the little girl that plays Minnie yes. Guinan plays Minnie Dolores in Sister Act. Yes. yes. Ah, yeah. And I didn't mean to look that up. And I just seen Sister Act that many times. <laughs> and pretty great casting. Let's talk about Rascals because mm. on paper, real dumb. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, what? like they you know, nailed send it. that shit to hell. Okay. Okay, okay, I do have, I have a major question, though. Uh-huh. Because we didn't see Roe again. Okay, great thought. I will, you, you're, that's I'm the question fan, you're asking. Fan, fan, I'm writing the fanfic yeah. that she decides to just relive her entire childhood. <laughs> they were thinking about that? Okay, because, like, I kind of wanted that for her. Right. Uh, uh, Michelle Forbes. Uh, they had really set aside Deep Space Nine for her. She was going to take the Kira Norris role. Right. They yeah. were writing it for her. And she said, nah, I don't want to do a regular gig. And they're like, well, fuck off then. Yeah. <laughs> so they were literally thinking about keeping Ro Laren as a kid and <laughs> saying, Michelle Forbes, thank you very much. Goodbye. Damn. Okay. But they didn't. Not as fun when you know the like the Hollywood politics behind mm-hmm. it, right. but like from like the the inside point of view of like, man, I just hope this character was happy. Yeah, <laughs> like I was kind of hoping that she got to relive her childhood. I'm like, I don't know, Guinan could adopt her or whatever. Just be like, look, I'm, I'll take care of her, <laughs> and then and she's like, yeah, I'm an adult twelve year old. <laughs> and be like, I want to ride the pony. And Guinan's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We will we will see Rolaren again in season seven. Okay, Sorry. all right. Kid Picard is my favorite. Kid Picard, fucking nails it. It's the same he kid who studied... played the nephew. Yeah. Oh, oh is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. But he studied Patrick Stewart. And he was the so good. I... And, like pulling the jacket down and yeah. <laughs> the little there mannerisms. Full, yeah. There was full whole moments like full on seconds where I go, how'd they shrink Picard to make him tiny? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like. That's not how that works. Yeah. They, they didn't actually. I was like, wow, they had to build a whole machine to shrink and make it. I'm like, they hired a child actor, Eris, you idiot. Right. But he was so good. He was so good. He, the way that kid said thank you is exactly the way Patrick Stewart says thank you. And I love that resigned look when he was like, I know one way that we can get into the bridge. Mm-hmm. And then he I just like like that like suffering sigh. <laughs> and, and he so sells that performance that when it goes into high comedy with him and Riker, you're like, Patrick Stewart and him are playing this scene. I don't care what you tell me. I mean, yeah, it's like, he's, he's my, my number, number one, one dad. Somewhere in rehearsals, it was Patrick Stewart and Jonathan Franks with the kid actor going like, "Let's just do this once for funsies." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah that one was really good. The performances make that, ep- and the fact that they found four kids that could uh, really play mm-hmm. those characters. Oh yeah. It, it, no wonder they had her play young mm-hmm. Dolores in Sister Act because like the studio's like, oh, you've got a young Whoopi, a believable <laughs> young Whoopi. Bring her to the studio now. I'm the head of Hollywood, and I've said, I've said so. Goodbye. <laughs> I tend to like child actors, or like especially like child actors who absolutely want to be there. Mm-hmm. 
Because children have that no fear. They just go mm. for it. They're just like, yeah, I'm going to rock this part. I got to be John Stewart. John Stewart. I have to be Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I can do that. No problem. But versus like, you know, sometimes you see the child actors where it's clearly that their mom dragged them to the set. And right. they don't want to be there. But like the kids who want to be there are usually phenomenal. Yeah. Because they just go for it. Yeah. I mean, as a science fiction story, it's hot steamy nonsense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but it was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't have to make sense. That's right. the fiction part that's of science. Like, that's that's yeah. the part that I like when I like Star Trek the most is when they just go full in on something ridiculous yeah. and something amazing comes out of it. <laughs> Look, also, like, I don't... I don't understand most of science. I get that it works and I trust that it works, but honestly, we flattened out a rock and put electricity into it so it could do calculations for us. That's weird. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Actually, we organized a vast array of light switches yeah. to do all of our thinking for us. And now and now they make weird, bad, deep fake art. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, what the fuck? So the transporter, you know, all right, cool. Yeah, that totally works. I, I'll, I'll buy that. A kid data would have been interesting, but they would have really had to extend the nonsense. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah, because it was all based on, like, their their physiology. And yeah. Stuff, right. So, yeah. But there's an episode coming mm-hmm. later on where there is a reversion of a similar type, but not kids. It's mm-hmm. a different thing. And they just, like, like the science doesn't matter. But I also, <laughs> out the I also like that out episode, too, because, yeah, just suspend your disbelief for a second yeah. and just have fun Let's with it. Let's not ask why that happened. Just enjoy the hit <laughs> Next Generation has built up enough, like, cred for me that mm-hmm. if you started a show like that, I'd be like, I'm out. Right. But, like, the fact <laughs> that they have, like, really solid, like, not even necessarily the science fiction of it, but just they have solid episodes that I'm like, I'm, I'll allow the silliness there, to happen. There is so much in season seven. Season seven is deeply weird. It is. Okay. Like, they they swing through the fences. Not all of it hits. <laughs> but there, there are some episodes you're like, why? I know you guys, like... Masks. It's a, masks. Uh, Sub Rosa is not not weird. But it's awesome. Genesis, which we were just hinting at, is plenty off. Um, anyway, they do a monster movie in the middle of it. <laughs> all right. They, yeah. All right. Okay. See, see, they built up enough cred that I'm willing to handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I mean, so so speaking of like. I don't know. Things I can't handle. Plot holes, I guess. Mm-hmm. or I don't know. They kind of go in the same realm for me. The very first episode, which is the Times Arrow Part 2. Yeah. I'm, I will allow it. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I want to talk more about Times Arrow Part 2, but we, we are <laughs> inching on to our commercial break. Okay. <laughs> so we'll go to our commercial break. Commercial! Try Jordy LaForge's beard cream. It'll grow it quick. Jordy's beard cream. When you need a beard, quick. Not long lasting. Messages of social enlightenment. Black lives matter. Oh, God. Trans lives matter. And exist. For the record, Eris was not sighing in frustration. <laughs> the idea of black lives Racing each other to the finish line, and like Z got there first. Like, like don't shit, challenge me on who can talk faster. Right? Yeah, but I was like, I was gunning for it, but like Z was already like, I'm already at the finish line, bitch. Woo! I was like, I camped out here all night. 
Because we know I didn't run there. It's <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm on time for this, but I'm extraordinarily late for the last. <laughs> Wear your seatbelt. Yeah. yeah. Hydrate before you dehydrate. Don't be racist. Yeah, don't be racist. If you unintentionally wander into racism, turn back. Yeah. <laughs> don't need to double down. Yeah. yeah. We all make mistakes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, oh shit, my bad, and just slowly close the door. Just walk like, out of the room. Like, oh, that was racist. I must become purely racist now. <laughs> There's no going back. Yeah, no. I, Apparently. It's going to be my whole thing. Uh, I'm going to make a whole career out of it. I don't care what happens to me anymore. <laughs> Read more books. And, like, visit your local library. Yes. Wink, nudge. <laughs> Eat your books. vegetables. Yeah. And fruits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fiber is good. Fiber helps you play. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a different, different word there. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. If you enjoyed whatever the hell that was. <laughs> then get checked out. Yeah. <laughs> Please. And then come back. To it's okay to ask for time. help. <laughs> Where there are other fine podcasts, including Disorganized. Yeah. A Criminal Minds podcast with your host, Z. Laura. And me, Eris. Yeah. And they'll be airing... Someday. <laughs> Soon, hopefully. Soon, hopefully, yes. <laughs> There's also Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna and Kenzie and myself. Full runs of As the Myth Turns, The Fourth Wall, and Friendables, two friends talking about Hannibal Lecter. Books, blogs, movie reviews, and nothing else. Z, do you have anything to plug? I do. I have a TikTok, at underscore, it's just Z underscore. Eris? Nothing yet. Love of my life. Do you have anything to plug? No. No? Then with that, we'll go back to our episode. We left off before the commercial break talking about Time's Arrow Part 2. Yeah. Look, I'll allow Mark it. Twain's Excellent Adventure. Can I say it? Can I say it? I've been yeah. waiting months to say it. Go ahead. Mr. Pickard! We'll occasionally just exclaim that to each other. <laughs> yeah, just every once in a while. That's adorable. I, so, so the episode was fine. I don't really... I don't know. I'm not wild about the Mark Twain part, I guess, because it seems very... What's the right word? I don't know. It's just like, oh, it was Star Trek that inspired Mark Twain to write his books. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just get bored with crap like that. Um, did anyone... Is anyone else bothered by the fact that the solution to Data's supposedly imminent demise in the first episode was, ooh, let's turn his head back on in the second episode. But, like, everyone was, like, freaking out about the first episode. But we know that Data can go around headless because we've had that established in previous seasons. But they're all like, we found Data's head. Oh, my goodness, he's going to die. And then Jordy, I guess, was just like, well, I'll just turn the on switch back on and put him on his body. <laughs> like, is anyone else annoyed by that? Because I, like, like, look, I liked everything else kind of about the episode. Like, it was a solid sci-fi episode, all that kind of stuff. But I don't really like that part. <laughs> Okay, end of rant. <laughs> I, I just really missed the gang. We got back into this episode. Mm. I was just happy to be here, to this, be honest. The, yeah. the, the moments in this episode that, to me, forgive anything else, are uh, little things. I'm Mr. Pickard. Uh, that whole scene where they're rehearsing the play and they bring her in here and Jordy's reading the script upside down. <laughs> 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 Jordy just reaches over and puts it right there. Yes! <laughs> 
That was just chef's kiss. Um, and then, Beyond but that, the little... I also love the moment where the, the ladies are sitting on the couch um, and we see them in their dress and they're all high, holding their sides like the corsets hurt. Uh -huh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just such a little like little detail. They're like, <sighs> Also, the first time Mrs. Carmichael shows up and then they're all like, like, oh, hey, we're doing a play, we're doing a play. Uh, Dana and Jordy have this whole, like, bobbing and weaving thing. Like, what, 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 you over there, you over there. Yeah. It was delightful. Also, I just, I from an emotional standpoint, I really like all the Picard and Guinan moments. Like, oh, them sure. in the game. Yeah. I was like, this is where they became friends. That's <laughs> where well, she became friends. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They became yeah. friends sometime later. I really liked that Guinan was, like, the center for a lot of this episode because... Right. Whoopi Goldberg's facial expressions are just gold. Yeah, they're just amazing. <laughs> I did uh, yell enthusiastically when it turns out that that kid was Jack London. Because yeah. <laughs> I've read, like, yeah. all of Jack London's books. <laughs> I can't say that I like them now as an adult, but as a kid, I voraciously read them. Yes. I like Twain. Like, I would hang out with Twain. I think Connecticut Yankee is just about as good as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he's walking around the Enterprise... The the extras don't seem terribly affected by the fact that Mark Twain is on board the ship. Right, they're just like, like several crewmen pass by and they're just like, counselor, weird guy in a white suit. Okay. To be honest, with that outfit though, I wouldn't have been surprised if they're like, oh, Albert Einstein. We've got plenty of other <laughs> smart dudes on the ship. <laughs> It's like, oh, is it cosplay month already? Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that there's a certain amount of, like, working on the Enterprise is, like, man, weird shit happens every day. Yeah, probably. Be like, there's some, some new, like, oh, they got the whatever. I don't even fucking care anymore. I'm just going to turn my wrench and hope for, <laughs> I guess, not my paycheck. <laughs> but, I mean, it seems like the extras are dim. Like, they, they're aware we're... In orbit around 19th century Earth, a dude that looks an awful lot like Mark Twain. To be fair, do they Mark know what his he looks like? I would recognize Mark Twain if I saw him. If, I would not. Yeah, no. Okay, well, I would. But that's Unless why I, I saw like, a picture of him first, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's Mark Twain. Like, I wouldn't pick him out yeah. of a crowd. But yeah. it wasn't a crowd. It was, it was like three people but, in the hallway. But I mean, <laughs> they're realistic. They yeah. weren't like of all the people to come walking down this hallway. Mark Twain could definitely be one of them. Like that's not a thing that I feel I, like they had. I feel like I wish the extras. I'm a little on like like a reaction it doesn't need to be just, a whole just, thing. Look, right, right. I wish they had the librarian look. Where you do one quick look of like the fuck is happening over there, and you're like that's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just like you you glance at something and you're like yeah, okay, that might as well happen today. As I, long as they're not setting anything on fire, I don't care. I was gone full Barkley. Like, hey, remember that time you wrote Kanaki Inky? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Just do one side eye and be like, all right, I'm going to go do my job now, bye. No, nah, I would have, like, full yeah. planted. Like, wait, 19th century Earth. Dude looks like Mark Twain, talking like he's really Mark Twain. I think he even said, I'm Mark Twain, like, three or four times. <laughs> I... If my name isn't Mark Twain, you're I like, that's think that guy might be Mark Twain. <laughs> that's a great cosplay. Who did your hair? <laughs> They're going overboard in the whole blending in on the away team thing. Riker. <laughs> <sighs> of course he's the cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, Riker's whole 
copaganda thing. At the, yeah, that was. Hey, look, I like Thomas a lot better. <laughs> just saying. I think you'll like Thomas even more when we see him next. I there was a moment where I was just like, what if Thomas was just Troy's kept boy? Like, what if he decided, like, you know what? I've already achieved the career. Will's got the career. What if I became a house husband? <laughs> I'm going to make, I'm going to make a souffle. I'm going to finally perfect that croissant recipe. I'm going to be, you know, that just like stays in Troy's <laughs> cabin. That's it for the re- until, until the series is over. <laughs> I feel like for, for Will though, like himself is the one person that he would not be okay with Troy being with. Like, he kind of shrugs off everyone else, but an essentially himself character, like, that's where he can be like, no, no more. The crack I made you that made you laugh for about ten minutes when we were watching the episode is, how does one get into a dick measuring contest with himself? (laughs) Two rulers. Yeah. (laughs) Really, one ruler. It's a tie. Unless there's some kind of dick shrinking magic on that planet. This this episode I watched I watched the two wills the, the second chances I can't remember what it's called but the, mm-hmm. the, the two wills episode um, right before like that was the last episode I saw before I then left work and like my my work is several miles away it takes me a half an hour to get there so I had a nice long <laughs> half an hour car drive to think about like but if I saw my clone. <laughs> <laughs> and I realize either I'm extremely fucked up, but I, I think there's a I think there's a low probability that my clone would annoy me. But I think there's a high probability that I would meet my my double and just go like, bitchin' yeah! <laughs> and just like chaos twins with myself. Well, their clone is one thing. True, true. Because you have somebody that diverted to a different path from your past. Yeah, And maybe yeah, it was yeah. in an isolated sort of... Yeah, I guess it depends on when did I divert. Yeah, like, yeah. They're, that's they're... a good question. Right, like, if, if we're talking, like, cause, like, eight years ago, okay. But, like, one would hope, but, like, yeah, it just, it kind of depends on where I split off. But, like, I feel like eight the years course ago, of my, li- my life... There's a higher, the older I get, the higher probability that I would be okay with it. I agree. Because eight years ago, I was 20, and mm. I, no, fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eight years ago, I was, can I do math? No, no. I can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 27? I, I would have been fine. I think I would just, yeah. I would have been just meeting you guys. So yeah. I think I would have gone to be like, like, bitch, go to the library. <laughs> Get out of retail. You know, and then, then, and then be like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do crime? Yes. <laughs> I mean, let's steal a car tonight. Okay, I'm not going to sing the song. <laughs> I have, I have a working theory that there might be a copy of me being held in the basement of the TU Law Library. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Somewhere there is is a very upset yeah. Mac Boyle so, Esquire. Large, large beard, <laughs> the ghost of T.U. Law. <laughs> you ever have those like weird deja vu moments where you wonder like, am I alive because some alternate string theory self just died? Mm. Like this was it. Like that was like, wow, that was close. In another universe, I'm dead. <laughs> Every once in a while, I was like, a lot. I think I even asked him one day just at random. I was like, have you ever thought about all the times you probably should have died? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a delightful question to get from your spouse, who will never see the inside of a jail cell by a <laughs> even if she one hundred percent did it. 
Yeah, no, for, I'm like, no, I'm the one with the big life insurance policy, so. <laughs> but the other thing about that, we were talking about how leaving Rolaren as a kid, they really wanted to push to kill Will, keep Tom. Oh, whoa. And Data was going to be the first officer, and, I mean, you don't make any cast changes, it's just uh, proceed with that new operating situation. Okay. Uh, Riker is a lieutenant sitting in Data's chair, and Data's sitting in, in, in Riker's chair. Okay. But I don't know if I like that. This, yeah. I like this Tom guy less and less. Especially <laughs> as they were ramping up to the next, the next Generation <laughs> movies, the studio was like, no, we're not going to do any weird big changes to the right. cast, thanks, but no yeah. thanks. Because I do like Will Riker. Mm-hmm. Just occasionally. When occasionally. He's, when he's behaving himself. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess I like the idea of Tom Riker now, just for the fact that it's just like, I feel like somewhere Deanna Troy is like, I can make this work. Two of them. I can get, I'm a counselor. I can get them to like each other long enough to menage a Troy with me. Final scene where they're all there is like, so. She is counseling. Are we doing this thing? <laughs> like, she's just sort of like, can I emotionally manipulate these two buttholes? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I know what she's about. <laughs> We're running a little short on time, at least on part one. Is there any quick thoughts we have about the episode? Um, I mean, I would say we talked about how they didn't want to change anything. There's a lot of things in the season I think they didn't do because the movie was coming up and they were starting to develop that. I really would have loved to have seen Guinan in the Scotty episode. Mm, yeah. Gotten, and in fact, I read the novelization of the, of the Scotty episode <laughs> and of the season finale, too. There was a scene with Guinan in there, but I'm thinking, oh, we really need to keep the any original series character and Guinan separate because that's going to be our in to doing a crossover movie mm. with the original uh, series crowd. And, yeah, leave that open for them. Uh, Picard absolutely has a type, and I'm glad that they oh, showed yeah. that in lessons. He does. Yeah. 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 Because I was like, who the hell is Dr. Crusher 2.0? And I was like, oh, this real. Oh, no, that was a joke. Oh, no, Picard, what are you doing? (laughs) Brunette Crusher. Yeah, yeah, it could have easily been her. They could have played sisters. Yeah. Yeah. She still still has a very reddish tint to her hair. And and then when they were both, like, when she was in sickbay, and so Crusher was there, and then what's her face was there? I forgot her name. Nella Darren. Darren, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It was like, ah. (laughs) <laughs> Sisters. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Picard. <laughs> you dog. Because I like to scream at the episodes while I'm watching them, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's fair. We should probably wrap it up. I want to talk a little bit more about Lessons and then also Tapestry and then also mm-hmm. lots of these. Uh, yeah. Uh, we haven't even talked about Jurassic Jesus and Rightful Air <laughs> uh, at all. Thoughts? So we'll talk to you then. Okay, let's talk later. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye. Deuces, bitch. <laughs>